Welcome to Bicam's podcast. I'm your host, Claire Martin. Hello, hello. All right, it's been a few days since I've been podcasting. I guess it's been a over a week since I've been home, so it's kind of been hard. But let's do a little recap. Um, so I went to Philly. I think the last time we spoke was I was having my family over. Um, for my poppy's 90th birthday and we had like a family like little birthday party and it was a surprise birthday party which was a little stressful um all the family came up and it was a grand time but there was also people that I didn't really know or at least I haven't seen since I've been young so that was kind of like an awkward thing of meeting like my poppy's sister because he has a twin who also turned 90, obviously, and is still alive. They're both happy and well, um, which is pretty insane, both being 90, pretty, they can move around and all that. Um, But yeah, so we had that birthday party and it was a little stressful. I would say trying to figure out why it was stressful. Um, I think family time is always stressful, but um, I don't know. I feel like everyone can relate, you know, especially if they're close with their family. The coming together can be always a little difficult. And I feel like when I was younger, I would always be so excited to see everyone. But now I'm like, you know, have like life stressors and it's just kind of like hard to really enjoy that time and really be able to enjoy each other's company. And I think what my problem was that I wasn't like being in the moment and being able to like, I was putting too much pressure on myself to like actually enjoy it. And I did enjoy it, but it was a lot. Um, I think towards the end of the party, I was kind of like, oh, did I enjoy, like, did I get to talk to everyone I wanted to? Did I, you know, spend as much time as as I did, as I wanted to with my poppy, all that stuff. So I think um, towards the end of the party was kind of difficult. We also... Um, we also did a type thing where there was a new amphitheater built um, and our family donated it to be in memory of our Kiki, which is my aunt who passed away about three years ago. Um, not to get emotional, but I think obviously, you know, we'll go into an episode about that. I think it's really great to, I think it's a good idea to open up about that and just try to like help people understand, you know, how those things are and make sure that no one feels alone in that process because everyone's situation in losing someone is different, but at the end of the day, it it still hurts, you know, the same. But anyway, so, so we had like a very nice, um, kind of concert, um, this local artist who sings for the church where my parents and probably all her siblings got married, um, in their small town, and he came to sing um, kind of songs, you know. In my opinion, they are a little sad songs, but I think that's what kind of stressed me out, you know, all my family together and kind of listening to this, these sad songs instead of like rejoicing that like how great of a how great of a like a person Kiki was and is still. But I think. I viewed it as we were just like mourning for like two hours and it was like very emotional, which obviously I'm sure you guys can 
imagine how emotional and little, you know, here we are like trying to celebrate Poppy's 90th birthday and him making it to this age and being healthy and celebrating his life to kind of mourning our Kiki. Um, It was definitely emotional. And on top of this, I was so the per what was the party? The party was Saturday, and I was leaving for Philly on Sunday to look for a place, which we'll get into. Um, so that happened. It was great to see family. Obviously, it was a little stressful um, with also knowing that I'm going to be going to Philly for a week, going into the office, looking for a place, having tours, like three tours a day after work and on top of work. Um yeah, so we'll get into that. So we, I was in Philly, in Philly for a week. I saw about. <laughs> I got there Sunday, hung out Monday through Friday. I left th- Saturday morning. I looked for apartments. I probably had like, gosh, I probably viewed like ten apartments. Hated every one of them. I don't know what my issue was because I like felt like I looked at or booked tours that were in like different places in the city, different price ranges. And every apartment I went to, it was like more expensive than I thought. And it was, it like wasn't the pictures I saw. Like one apartment they showed me, it was like all brand new, which is like great, but they didn't mention that it was like literally in the basement. And it was like 1700 and it was near, um, it was near Penn Hospital which I don't know if you know that, but it was like very busy. It was super busy. You know, it was kind of like older people, like high 20s, um, not my maybe even low 30s and just kind of like families and stuff. And it just wasn't my vibe. And not that I want to live in like a um, area with like young kids and going out and all that stuff. But like I want to be able to I don't want to live in a basement. You know, you you see these apartments on online and they look totally different. And you're like, it has like a hint of like potential. Like we can we can do it. We can figure it out. Um, but yeah, not to not to really like this podcast isn't really it's kind of just a chit chat. I think I'm going to have a couple of those here and there just because I don't I think there's a lot happening in my life right now. So I think this is this is like a good thing. I hope you guys like can relate and just kind of enjoy listening on like a car ride or whatever. Um, but anyway, looking at all those apartments, I finally found one and it was something that I was not expecting. This sounds like so cliche and how like everyone told me it's just going to happen how it's going to happen. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like still means like I have to like look for places. I have to go, you know, book tours and be in Philly for a week. And I think that was definitely like a helpful thing because I was there instead of like being three hours away and having to like plan, having to plan where I'm going to stay and all that jazz. But so my friend lives in obviously in Philly and she, her landlord posted a thing on Facebook and we were in the office and she's like, look, and I was like, okay, like it's two bedrooms, but whatever. The price is good. It's a little far from the center from Center City, but like I don't want to be in Center City. So okay, perfect. A little further than I thought that I would want, but it'll work. So I booked the tour later that day. And it's so clean. Like I'm the first person to see it. I 
didn't really imagine everything. Like, you know how you go into an apartment and you're like, oh, I'm imagining everything or like I'm imagining the couch there, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't really imagine that. So like I was like, oh, we don't have a connection (laughs) as I'm like trying to find like a perfect match, which is not reality at all. So I was like, okay, you know, this is really nice. It's two bedrooms, which one of the – like both the bedrooms are not – it's hard to explain. So you go into one bedroom. There's a door and then that bedroom is connected to the second bedroom. Second bedroom, you go downstairs. It's all open. So both those bedrooms are open if that makes any sense. Um, so I'm going to make that first bedroom when you walk in, I'm going to make that an office kind of like a, you know, maybe I can record my podcast and do customs and obviously work. And then you go downstairs and it's probably like 20 stairs and it goes like down and then turns like in like three more stairs or whatever. And that would be my bedroom. Well, that's going to be my bedroom anyway. So I was like, okay, he's like, I have four tours tomorrow. Like if you don't take it, it's going to it's gonna be taken. Like if you don't text me like tonight or the tomorrow morning before 10 o'clock before, because that's the first tour. And I was like, okay, like whatever. My friend and I, we get dinner. You know, I have, I have Italian and we get – I get a glass of red wine. I'm like, okay, let's think about this. You know, I think I'm just going to go for it. She shows me around the area. She's she's familiar with the area. She shows me around where, you know, I would get groceries, where I would – you know, there's a near Target. There's a Target nearby. There's everything nearby. And it's – as I said before, it's a little bit out of um, the area I wanted, but I can take a bus and a subway to get there. It, and to work, I can walk 40 minutes. Not ideal, but I can get a bike and even bike there faster in like 20 minutes or maybe even faster if I can get good biking. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out as we go. But so then um, I was like, okay, we're at dinner. I was trying to like plan. Like I was just like, okay, you know what? I, like I sent it to my parents, sent it to my mom, my my mom, my dad, my brother. And I was like, I think I'm going to do it. Like, I think I'm just going to do it. Like, I texted him at 10 o'clock p.m. and was like, I think this is the best thing for me. Like, send me the application or like, let's get let's get this going. And he's like, okay, sending you the email now or sending you the lease in an email now. What's your email? And then I woke up with no email. And I was like, hello, like, I was at work and I texted him at, you know, 8 o'clock. And I was like, hey, like, just making sure if you got to, like, did you get a chance to send it? He sends it right away without even answering my text. I fill out the application, no application fee because he knows, because my friend knows him and she also rents out to him or whatever. She He rents out to her. You know what I mean? And he was like, I trust you, blah, blah, blah. I want you in my apartment. I don't want someone else that I don't, don't have like a mutual friend with. So, and meanwhile, this guy's like probably like 28. He does it with his dad and it's just like a great setup. I, I think that's why I was another reason why I was like, okay, I'm going to be doing this. Like I'm definitely going to um, feel more comfortable, like lives around the corner for me. It's like a family owned thing. He's like, if you need anything, like don't re- don't like, don't be scared to reach out, like whatever. And so I fill out the application at work. I print it out at work and I send it a picture and then he sends me the lease. I fill out the lease, all this stuff. I do these adult things, read your lease, like read your lease, have, send it to someone who can read through it also to get a second pair of eyes on it. It it was just a basic, um, lease, nothing crazy. And 
I made sure the rent was exactly the amount of, um, and actually it was higher than I thought it was. So I reached out to him with a couple questions before I sent him the lease and he corrected me. And then there was this like lead brochure, like to say like an old houses, I guess there's obviously lead in the paint. So I had to like make sure that there was paint over these things, you know, like if they, you're supposed to like paint over it to make sure that like, they don't crack or whatever. And they are supposed to do like a thing. So like, not that I'd be like licking my walls, but you never know. Maybe like my dog or will be licking the walls. I I don't know. Just to get, just to make sure everything's all in good condition and healthy conditions. Um, so then I sent him the application. He said corrected. I told him I had a service or I had emotional support dog that was going to be there half, you know, not, not all the time, but here and there. And I didn't want it, it to be a problem. And he was like, oh my gosh, that's fine. No problem. And I felt good about that. Wasn't going to tell him just because he is emotional support dog. And the, the lease said, you don't have to say anything. Like it wasn't like no pets allowed, which, but anyway, so then I set the application, I sent him the money and I got back to my friend's house and he was like, he was like, do you want to pick up the keys tonight or tomorrow? And I was like, whoa, I can move in like now. And, you know, my lease starts July 15th. And when this is posted, I'll probably be already moved in all that. It'll be crazy. It's going to be crazy. So July 15th is my moving date. And I had to pay half of July instead of the full of July because I made a deal with him that I didn't want to. Um move in July 1st. I wanted to move in August 1st and he met me halfway. So I only have to pay half of the rent, which whatever, I'm going to slowly move in and it'll be fine. And I'm going to be definitely moved in August um, 5th, I think it is, because that's the Friday. Um, and my brother will be home the first week of August. So I want to spend time with him and get everything I need in that. Okay. So I am so excited. Like I wasn't I wasn't like, woohoo. Like I was just like, holy crap. I'm tired of looking at places. I'm tired of doing this. And if anybody has been through this process, they know what I mean. They're just like at a point where like, it's a good house. It's a good neighborhood. My friend literally lives down the street, which I'm so excited about. And, um, so I, I'm just excited. I feel good about the situation. I feel good about my decision. Venmoed him, everything, um, first, last, um, and de- security deposit. And that was a hefty Venmo, um, adulting. And now I have to, you know, look for a couch. I have been looking for a couch. I have my bed. I need to pick up my bed from my friend's house who lives outside of the city. And I need to do that. I need to do, need to go through my things to make sure I have everything I thought I do or think I do and from college and all that jazz, which I'm excited about. If anybody knows me, I love organizing and I cannot wait to organize my shit. But anyway, so recap and here I am. I am at currently in my at my cottage and recording in my room and after Fourth of July weekend and I drove to my house three hours, to my cottage, an hour, and yeah, an hour and ten minutes. And I had a nice, relaxing weekend, Fourth of July. Um, it was great to have a weekend off. 
I mean, obviously a long weekend. And now I have this whole week off of work. The whole firm shuts down. No clients are reaching out. Or at least if they are reaching out, I have an excuse not to answer them for now. And Monday's going to be crazy. But that that is the gist. That is my recap. Um, but I think, let's see my recap. Oh, my uncle and his girlfriend I met for the second time, but like for the first time real time, for the real time and like actually talked to her. Great. She's so nice. It's crazy to see my uncle is a little younger. So it's crazy to see like him in a, you know, relationship. He loves her. They love each other. And it, I was nice. And it's my dad's brother. And that was just such a nice, you know, weekend. And we went on the boat we swam and I'm exhausted and I'm excited. Like it was a good, like little refresher and restart. And with having this week off, I can focus on moving my, like moving my stuff, getting all that ready, getting little, little things in here and there and all that jazz. So I'm excited for that. Um, but I think getting into this chit chat, I think I'm my main point in this podcast and this episode is that you just have to like kind of let things go and like let things happen because no matter what, no matter how much you try to control situations, whatever's supposed to happen is going to happen. So why save yourself or why stress yourself out and not save yourself to just like, just let things happen. Here I am over here. I'm definitely a control freak. I like to have control over situations, but like post-grad, I went through a really hard time with trying to have control over the situation, trying to, you know, understand, have have like 110% understanding of all this stuff that's happening in my life. And it's just not reality. It's only going to make you stressed out. It's only going to make you like rethink, you know, all the decisions in your life. And I guess my main point of this is like post-grad, I you know, worked and had busy season and it was really difficult. I was talking to a couple of my work friends. I'm kind of going to go on a ramble here because this is what I need to do and it makes, it'll make sense. But I was talking to my work friends and they were all like, we were all talking about how busy season was so crazy. And, you know, we were all alone in our rooms, like post-grad situation, going through busy season not like talking to anybody about it, maybe like our parents, but like not like feeling very alone in the process of, you know, working 50 hours plus and instead of working 40 or 40, maybe 45 on a normal schedule. But it was so good to talk to them about kind of like how they felt during it and how we're coming up on busy season in September through January or February. And um, we're like, so excited to be able to be in the city together and be able to go to work together, be able to go to the office and like basically lean on each other and have that reassurance of we're not the only ones going through this and being able to go to the office and working with our team members and stuff. So I'm really excited for that. Um, I just can't wait for that aspect of normalcy of going into the office and having a full-time job and like being able to like go to the next desk and be like, bro, is this right? Like, or go to the, go get coffee and be like, just have a minute instead of like being in my room and not literally not leaving my room for, to eat food and maybe to heat up my food and then come back to my room and eat it there. But anyway, pointing 
getting to my point again, like you won't have control over things. Things will work out, especially if you just are patient and loving and kind to yourself. My aunt always says, um, kind and loving, kind and loving. I mean, to other people too, but most importantly to yourself. And it is just important to, I think instead of having, trying to have control over the situation, trying to reflect um, and trying to understand why things happen after it happens and giving yourself that reassurance too and not leaning on people for that. Obviously, it's good to have, you know, friends and family to be able to lean on, but at the end of the day, you should be able to lean on yourself. And and if you need to give yourself that, you know, check of like, you got to check yourself and be like, hey, I've got my back at the end of the day. You'll just feel like so much better. And I think this chit chat is just kind of wrapping around that like these last couple weeks, last couple months, I have been going through such a weird point in my life. And I think that's why I was like, I need to start a podcast. I need to do this and share my journey with others so they don't feel so alone and and everything like that. Sip my water, sorry. Um, but anyway, so just not having control of a situation will save you so much stress. And obviously it's harder, easier said than done, but like you'll be okay. Like if you're doing everything you feel like you should be doing right now and if you're not doing things that you should be doing right now, check yourself and make a list. Do whatever you feel. Do whatever you do and do whatever you know that will help you write a list. I like to I love to write a list to make sure that I'm doing everything I need to be doing to feel at least a little bit in control. And not that I'm saying like, oh my gosh, you have no control of anything. You have a tiny bit of control, but based on your actions, the end result is going to always be the same. Or that doesn't make sense. No, your end result will always be the same, but at least try, try to have some type of obviously good intentions and be smart with your decisions. And because that that's the type of control you have. Obviously, if you're going over here, not having a job, not trying to get a job, not, you know, even working a part-time job or trying to, you know, have an excuse for everything. Like you have an excuse for everything about what you do and why you don't have a job and all this stuff and kind of feel sorry for yourself and not, not do the decisions and not, not make the decisions or make actions, do actions to be successful. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely rambling, but my whole point is do your very best. And if you have a rough week, if you have a rough day, know that that's part of the growth and that's the challenge. Those are growing pains and you'll come out so much stronger. And, you know, my brother keeps telling me this, that you're going to go through a shitty time, but at the end and when you get out, it'll be so worth it because you have to go through those challenging times to grow. You have to, the universe and God always gives you some challenges and you're, it's so hard and so difficult to understand them when you're going through them. But once you're out of it, you'll feel so much better. And I think I'm finally getting to that situation, finally getting to that point in my life. And I mean, I'll probably have a, another challenging, a challenge thrown my, thrown my way like moving to Philly, 
but I'm ready for ready for it because my last challenge of a lot of things, I would say graduating college, post-grad, working, busy season, going through friendships and relationships, ending friendships and relationships, and just really understanding what I need and being able to give myself what I need and not blaming other people for my happiness or me not being happy and realizing I need to go deeper and make sure that I am making myself happy because putting that pressure on someone else is never good. Like if I were doing that in my relationship, that's not fair to that individual. That's not fair to that person because how is someone going to make me happy if I can't make myself happy? And I think that's a thing you really need to ask yourself. If everyone left me, not left you, left you, but people have things going on. Will you make yourself happy? And I have another episode for that of how people have things going on in their life that you know, but deep down you're like, you take it as in like, they don't love me. They don't, they don't think of me. They don't value me, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's just important to be patient with yourself, be kind and loving, and accept the fact if you have a bad day, accept the fact if you have a bad week or even a year. You know, I my last year, I mean, I can't complain because it could have been so much worse, but it was really tough mentally. So it can be a year, but not saying I didn't have great days or great weeks. I would honestly just say maybe I had a great day one time and maybe a good day, not even a great day. But there were definitely positive, positive um, moments and definitely in negative moments. But I think my whole point of this is be patient, be kind to yourself, be accepting of yourself, be gentle with yourself, and wait for it. Do things you want to do, do things for yourself, do positive things that you know are going to benefit you. And if you don't believe in God, a higher up power like I do, God will lead you there and the universe will lead you there. And I just think that's so important to think about. So anyway, the recap, I'm excited to excited to move to Philly. I'm excited to finally move into my place. I have a home there. I have the keys. I have everything. I got the keys, the keys, the keys, <laughs> but I'm so excited to move in. So excited to build my furniture, but I, I can't wait for the next chapter and we're doing the thing. So I hope you guys are doing well and keep up with my journey because we're, we're getting, we're getting there and we're doing the thing. So I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at by underscore cam underscore podcast and our customs page at customs by underscore cam and my personal at C underscore M-A-R-T-S underscore.